the names of God in the Old Testament. I, <laughs> I misplaced them at the house somewhere. So uh, I apologize. So next week, Lord willing, I'll do my best to have them to continue uh, the names of God in the Old Testament. Amen. But tonight, we're going to... Uh, we're going to look into the book of Titus. The book of Titus. Now, before, uh, let's see. I'm going to read Titus. It's going to be Titus chapter 1, verse 1. Titus chapter 1, verse 1. It says, Paul, a servant of God, and an apostle of Jesus Christ according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the word of God. For thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Teach us to deny ourselves, Lord, and take up our cross and to follow you, to be obedient to your voice, to be thankful, Lord. Just, just have your way tonight. Oh, God, cleanse us through the washing of the water by the word. Use us, Lord God. Speak through these lips of clay and let your divine will be done, Lord God. Thank you for the victory, Lord. Thank you for deliverance, Father. In Jesus' name, for the glory of God, amen. Now, the word of God say, this is the victory. Our pastor was talking about victory this morning. We, we have victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And, and, and the Bible says, this is the victory that overcometh the world, what even our faith. Amen. God wants us to, 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 to have victory, walk in victory, walk in love, to, to do his will. Now, the Apostle Paul, Timothy and Titus, uh, they were young preachers. Uh, and, and Paul led both of them to the Lord. He led them both to the Lord. Paul called both of them his sons. They were his sons in the gospel. He begat them by the word. He preached the word of God. They heard it, and, and they repented and got saved. He, he wrote both. He wrote to them, uh, these brethren, uh, two letters. Well, he wrote First Timothy, which is First and Second Timothy, and Titus, and, and those are called the pastoral epistles, which means. The Apostle Paul wrote to these, these uh, brethren, giving them instructions concerning the church. How, how to teach and how to ordain elders and, and, and uh, get the will of God done in the church. Uh, these, these epistles, these epistles or letters, are called pastoral epistles. All right. These letters also prove very profitable to us today. These for us today. Isn't that right? Timothy was a Jew who was circumcised by Paul, but Titus was a Gentile, and Paul refused to circumcise him. Now, let's look at Galatians 2, verses 1 through 3. Uh, Galatians 2, we read that for me. Galatians 2, verses 1 through 3. See, Paul circumcised Timothy because of the Jews. See, he, he wanted to. See, Paul was a man of wisdom. He, he uh, was led by the Spirit of the Lord. And he, and he didn't want no, no confusion 
in the church. The Bible, the Bible say, what? First uh, Corinthians one ten. Read that for me first. That's the first one. Read First Corinthians one ten. I'm almost sure it's the verse I want. First Corinthians one ten. I think that's it. Listen what he said. Now, I beseech you, brother. I'm begging you, brethren. All right. By the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. By the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That you all speak the same thing. That you do what? Speak the same thing. You all speak the same thing. All right. And that there be no divisions among you. Be no divisions among you. Hallelujah. See, the devil come in to, to bring division. Isn't that right? He does. He tries his best to bring division among God's people. But Paul is instructing here that there be no division among you, all right? But that ye be perfectly joined together. Be perfectly joined together. In the same mind. In the same mind. And in the same judgment. And in the same judgment. Amen. No division. Speak the same thing. See? And see, the Apostle Paul, it was Saul of Tarsus, you know, when, when God saved him, knocked him down, and, and, and gave him a rude awakening. Well, Paul, he went into Arabia and, and prayed and fasted. He didn't go up to the apostles at first, but, but he, he prayed and fasted and sought God. And when he came out of Arabia, he spoke the same thing that they spoke. Why, why did he speak the same thing? But it was given to him of God, wasn't it? The Spirit of God gave him the Word of God, gave him the truth. And when the Spirit of God gave one man the truth, a truth, and another man, a truth. If the Spirit of God is leading and directing, they speak the same thing. Isn't that right? They're not going to differ. So the Apostle Paul, when he came out of Arabia, he, well, you know, he said how he went up to, um, to Jerusalem, you know, by the Spirit and all, uh, and how God led him after he came out of Arabia. But anyway, Timothy was a Jew and he, he, Paul had him circumcised to keep down friction, to keep down disturbance. Because some of those people are so, <laughs> they were Judaizers. You know, they, they, they wanted, you know, Jews and they wanted to do it this way. So, so after why Paul went on and, and, and had Timothy circumcised. Read that verse, Galatians 2, verses 1 through 3, to keep down confusion. Uh-huh. I went up to Jerusalem with Barnabas. And took Titus with me also. And, all right, took Titus with me also. All right. And I went up by revelation. I went up by revelation. Paul went up after he came out of the after he had fasted and prayed and sought God. He went up. God led him up there. Went up by revelation. All right. He communicated unto them that the gospel which I preach among the Gentiles. I communicated unto them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. See, Paul. Paul was a, a minister to the Gentile, as Peter was to the Jews, all right? All right, read. But privately to them which were of reputation. But privately, I did, when, when the ones that have a reputation, I did this. I went to them privately and talked with them privately, all right? Lest by any means I should run in vain. Lest by any means I should run in vain, all right? Or have run in vain. Yeah, should run and run back, all right. But neither 
Titus, which was with me, he was a Greek. He was a Gentile. All right. They didn't. They didn't compel him to circumcise Titus because he was a Greek. He was a. He was a Gentile. All right. But now let, let's read for he circumcised Timothy. Uh, in uh, Acts sixteen, verses one through three. See Timothy, he circumcised him because he was a Jew, and and Paul didn't want. He didn't let the devil get a, a, a hold, a toehold. Didn't let the devil get in and cause confusion. Hallelujah. What does it say? Then came he to Derby and Lystra. He came to Derby and Lystra. Paul, this is when Paul was on, <laughs> on the missionary journeys. You know, we talked about uh, Paul's, I think, two missionary journeys. Anyway, Paul had at least three missionary journeys. And some feel like he started on the fourth journey. But... But he had at least three missionary journeys. And Paul, uh, the missionary journeys that he, that he was on was not easy at all. Wasn't easy. And why? Because he, he had made up his mind to follow the Lord. And when, when you follow the Lord, things not going to always be easy. Not right. Not going to always be easy. But especially when you've taken a stand for truth. Hallelujah. Read. What did it say? And behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus. A certain disciple there named Timotheus. <laughs> Timotheus, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, Timotheus. <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. The name of a certain woman, uh, the son of a certain woman. It was the son of a certain woman. Which was a Jewish. Jewish, yes, all right. Father was a Greek. See, here, here you had a, uh, with Timothy, mother was a Jew, father was a Gentile, Greek, all right. Which was well, which was well reported she was, of by the brethren. Yes, it was reported by the brethren. No, he was. He was. Uh-huh. Him would Paul have to go forth with him. Paul went forth with him. Amen. Because the Jews in the, was in those quarters, Paul circumcised him to keep down confusion. For they knew, they knew all that his father, father was a Greek. Amen. So you get, they said, you got to do something about this. And so Paul just, to keep the devil down, he went on and circumcised him. That's wisdom. So Paul said, I become all things to all men. Why? To gain some. To the Jew, he became as a Jew. Isn't that right? To them that or uh, without law, he became, to, he became as without law, but he wasn't without law. To gain some, to win some, to Christ. In other words, he was able to, he was a flexible man to win souls. Isn't that right? You can't be starch, all starchy and stern and, and just my way or the highway. That wasn't Paul's. Paul had his mind on God, didn't he? He was filled with the Spirit of God, and he was led by the Spirit of God. And that's, that means so much to be led by the Spirit of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. God want to God lead us, but we've got to humble ourselves in order for him to lead us. He's not going to just go by our will and just make us. No, God doesn't work that way. 
But if we deny ourselves, you know what Jesus said, if any man would be my disciple, let him what? Deny himself. Deny himself. Amen. Then take up his cross and follow me. Say, you say no to self and yes to God. Lord, I, I want your will, not my will, but thine will be done. That's what Jesus did, didn't he? Amen. Jesus himself being the son of God, being God in the flesh, humbled himself. He, 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 hallelujah. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. But while he walked this earth, he, he set a perfect example. The, Jew, the, the, the uh, Pharisees and Sadducees and scribes tried their best to, to trap him. They couldn't do it because, because you know, <laughs> they were fighting a losing battle, but they didn't know it. They were ignorant concerning the truth. They had all of these, what, washing of pots and, and, and washing of hands and just all of these rituals they were doing. I mean, you, you, if you read some of the rituals they were doing, you'd be surprised some of the stuff that they came up with. I mean, they, they had a bunch of stuff that they were the Jews. And Jesus, that's the reason why he, he, he healed on the Sabbath day, remember? At times he healed on the Sabbath day. <clears throat> Went through the cornfield on the Sabbath day and, and the disciples plucked the ears of corn. Why did Jesus do all of this? He did this trying to Trying to enlighten the Jewish people. Trying to help them out. When they come to him and say, your disciples do that which is not lawful to do. But, but they were after keeping the tradition of men. Isn't that right? They love the praises of God more. They love the praises of men more than the praises of God. Isn't that right? That's what they, that's the way they were. But God is faithful. God is holy and pure. Amen. So the Apostle Paul, he did, he, he uh, used wisdom. Another time, let me say this about Paul, where he used wisdom. You know when, on one occasion, that, that they were <laughs> trying to condemn Paul, you know, and, 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 uh, Part of them was Pharisees and part of them was Sadducees, you know. And, uh, and Paul recognized this and he said, Man and brother, I'm a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. And that caused a division, didn't it? It caused a division. Because the Pharisees believe in angels and spirits and all in resurrection. Sadducees don't believe that. And the, and the Pharisees said, Wait a minute now, just, just, just leave this man alone. What if an angel did speak to him? You see? So the wisdom of God is what we need today. Isn't that right? And God, you know, God said, if any man lack wisdom, what? Let him ask of God. God want to give us wisdom. Who give it to all men liberally and upright if not. He's not going to chat you after he give you. He's he he not going to uh, scorn you. He want to do this. God want to give us wisdom. And if you read Proverbs, I tell you, that, that, that's a, a book of wisdom. It's a book of wisdom. Amen. And, but we have to really read it prayerfully. And God wants us to be wise as what? As serpents and harmless as doves. And that's what Jesus said. Be you therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. A serpent's wise. They're wise, aren't they? It's hard to catch them, boy. I tell you, they, 
uh, because people do catch, they, 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 you know, they trap them and all that stuff. I, I don't, you know, to me, let them go on. We have some little black snakes around our door. <laughs> and they're, they're harmless, really. Because I know one of our dogs went out there and I saw my dog just run down and just touch him, just start touching him. And the snake didn't do nothing. You know, just, but I, I just don't like snakes. I don't. I mean, I don't like them. I mean. <laughs> and my sweetheart saw one just recently at the back door. Boy, and she slammed that door. <laughs> yeah, because now I would have said I would have slammed the door too. In fact, in fact, I caught one. Uh, I think the front gate caught him in that gate. He coming in there, slammed that gate on him. You know, you know because. And then sometimes I feel sort of bad about the ones I know that's harmless. You understand what I'm saying? I do. I do because they're not gonna hurt you. But some of them, you know, poisonous, you know. You got, you got to know what you're doing. Why is it serving the hummus of doves, Jesus said. Amen. So let, let, let's look at Titus. Titus chapter 1, verse 1. Let's read that, and, and we're going to go. We're going to cover just a few verses tonight, if God permit, in Titus. Starting at the first verse of chapter 1, what does it say? Paul, a servant of God. He was an apostle of Jesus Christ. According to the faith of God's elect. According to the faith of God's elect. And the acknowledging of the truth. And the acknowledging of the truth. Which is after godliness. Amen. He said, I'm a servant of God. The word servant here actually means bond slave. A bond slave was, 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 was a slave that they stayed under their master, you know, and, 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 and uh, when they got a chance to be free, they didn't want to be free. They stayed with their master. That was a bond slave. Stayed there with them, you know, because they, the master was so good to them. And they said, look, I don't, look I'm not going to find nothing no better than this. So they, they consented to stay with them. That's a bond slave. A bond slave. So then the Apostle Paul, thank God, was a, was a bond slave to Jesus Christ. He, he was, whatever God told him to do, he did that. He, he was in the kingdom to do the will of God. Paul says that he was a bond slave. We know that in the Old Testament, that a bond slave was one who chose to remain a slave of his master for life. And Paul made up his mind to be servant of God for life, didn't he? Amen. Exactly. You can be totally free. That's right. Amen. Yes, we are. Amen. Amen. Exactly, brother. That's right. We're we're totally free. We're servants, but we're free in Christ to do God's will. All right. The epistle to Titus is it's communication. Listen to this now. From the Lord Jesus to us also. This is for us. I mean, y'all know that. According to the faith of the elect. The elect. And, and uh, Paul, Paul said God's elect. All right? This is the way that, that Paul spoke of saved people. 
Now he wasn't, he wasn't, now he wasn't talking about uh, the doctrine of election. He wasn't talking about that at all. Not at all. Doctrine of election, you know, some people believe that uh, only so many certain people can be saved. You know, God got so many, he can elect so many people to be saved. Not true. Is it? Is it? God is willing that all, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Isn't that right? Everybody have a chance to be saved. Everybody's not going to come to the Lord. And it's so sad when you think of, of eternity. Eternity without God. Eternity lost eternally. And we, th- and we can think about Judas. And we know he's lost eternally. Isn't that sad? He, he uh, it's sad. The Bible speaks of this. How, how he, he rejected the Lord. He, he denied him. He, 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 I mean, he, he betrayed. He betrayed the Lord, and he's lost. Amen. Bible spoke of him. It spoke of uh, what he would do, but he's lost. He's lost eternally. It's sad. But God's calling people to repentance tonight. God, God is calling people to to salvation. God wants people to be saved, doesn't he? Hallelujah. And then, now see, some people, hallelujah, if the truth that, that people have doesn't, doesn't lead them to a godly life, there's something wrong radically. Isn't that right? So when, you, when you accept the Lord, turn to God by faith and accept him and begin to live for him, it'll cause you to live a godly life. Amen? It'll cause you to live a godly life. It, it, see, and, and see, reading Paul wrote this to, to Titus. It's because a lot of those people, we'll get to it. A lot of those people, hallelujah. When it came to grace, they were saying, truth, listen, truth will lead to godly living. When you hear it and accept it and obey it, it'll lead to godly living. Paul, Paul, thank you, Lord. Because a lot of the people in Crete believe that, that, that when, they, when they got saved, they, they could continue to sin, walk in sin, that grace would cover it. And some people believe that today. That grace covers all. It doesn't. When you repent and turn to God by faith, it doesn't give you a license to sin. Does it? Not at all. Amen. Grace doesn't give us license, but grace, thank God. Hallelujah. We're saved by grace through faith. Not by works, lest any man should boast. But grace, after we're saved by grace. Grace, what is grace? Grace is God's unmerited favor. Grace is a gift God gave us that we didn't deserve. Isn't that right? What do we deserve? Punishment. Hell. Why? Because we sinned against God in the, in the garden. God told Adam say, and Eve, said, you may eat of every tree that's in the garden, but the tree of knowledge and good and evil, tree of knowledge of good and evil, don't eat of that tree. The day you eat, you shall surely die. The day you eat, you shall surely die. And isn't that something? The one that God told them to leave alone is the one they went to. And, and, and that's the way people are today. I mean, the very thing that God said don't do, 
If we, if we don't keep our flesh in subjection, that's what we want to do. Isn't that right? You better believe it. The flesh, the Bible say, walk in the spirit and you, and you shall not fulfill what? The lust of the flesh. For the flesh, what? The lust is against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are what? Contrary the one to the other so that you cannot do the thing that you would. You can't do the thing that, that the flesh want to do. You cannot do that. You can't, because the flesh wants you to, to lie and steal. Cheat. Isn't that right? And what the flesh wants you to do, but the Bible says we're not in the flesh. If so be that we, we have the Spirit of God. Now, we don't walk after the flesh, but we walk after the Spirit. The Spirit of God will lead and guide and direct us if we'll humble ourselves, if we'll deny ourselves, if we'll follow the Lord daily. So Paul was writing to Titus here. Hallelujah. Titus was, was a, a humble man. <laughs> and, 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 and Paul, listen to this now. Paul left him on the Isle of Crete. It was an island. He left him out there to get the will of God done. And, 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 and he, he told him, listen to what he said. Listen to what he said to him. Look at the verse 2. Look at verse 2. He let, him know, he let him know that grace. Hold on a minute. Let, let, me, get, let me look at this here first. If you think that you, you can be saved by grace and live in sin, <laughs> you can't do that. You are not saved by grace. I say you are not saved by grace to commit sin, to walk in sin. But you're saved by grace to live holy, all right? You, you, you are not saved at all. If, if, see, salvation by grace leads to godly living, a godly life. Isn't that right? If, if you hear the word of God and, and, and do it, you've got to do what the word says. Not just hear it, but the Bible says, be you doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own self. If you, if you just be a, a hearer of the word, not a doer, you're deceiving yourself. You, you messed up. Devil have deceived you. But God's faithful, isn't that right? And, and as the pastor said this morning, we have victory. God wants us to, if we walk with God and obey God, we'll have victory. Right, isn't that right? Right here in this life. Right here, not here and now. Victory. Psalms to victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. Hallelujah. And he's our Savior forever. And thank God, we know he's coming soon. And as I say often, this is not our home. Am I glad? Yes, I am. Hallelujah. Because, it, no, I don't want this to be my home. <laughs> Amen. Now we can say, my dear, my mother-in-law, she, she was a, a Christian. And, and, and at the last, she suffered quite a bit. But my sweetheart took care of her royally. She was right there with her and loved her. I did what I could. Hallelujah. But now, but now she's gone home. She, she's with the Lord and she's happy forevermore. And so, so, so we're glad about that, you know. We miss her, yes, definitely miss her. But thank God for, for deliverance. Thank God for what the Apostle Paul says. But to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Isn't that right? Thank God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So she's rejoicing now. Isn't that right? <laughs> Glorious. Hallelujah. And thank God. Glory. We don't know how long we're going to be here on this earth. 
And I've been here for a lot of years. Boy, I tell you, I, I really want to please God. And I know what Pastor Benjamin means. I want to please God too. I really want to please the Lord. I want to, hallelujah, thank God, thank God, thank God. God's been so good to me and to my family. He's been good, very good. And I th- we thank him for it, don't we? We praise him for it. We magnify his name. We honor him. We want to live holy each day. It's, it's a daily thing. Not, not, it's daily. Take up the cross and follow me. Verse 2, what does it say? God promised us eternal life. Isn't that right? What did she do? Listen, in hope of eternal life, amen. The idea is, is resting upon the hope of eternal life. In Titus, we, we see Paul speaks of grace. Listen to this now. In Titus, we see Paul speaks of grace in three time zones. We use that word, three time zones. In Titus 2, 11 through 13, um, we see all three. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation, that's in the past, because we've been saved, all right? Teaching us, that's present. And looking for that blessed hope, that's future. My, my, my. That's future. We're looking for the blessed hope, aren't we? You better believe we are. This, <laughs> we're looking for that blessed hope, aren't we? This is the hope that Paul is speaking of. He say that we say that he say we are to rest upon that hope, which God cannot lie. God can cannot lie. We know that, don't we? He's faithful. This hope was promised by God, who cannot lie. Romans three four. Let's look at that. Romans three four. Hallelujah. God is so good. Amen. Let God be true and every man a liar. God cannot lie, <laughs> but every man can lie. This hope was promised of God. Amen. God who cannot lie. All right. As it is written, thou means be justified in thy sayings, and mightest overcome when thou art judged. Amen. Justified in thy sayings, and mightest overcome when thou judge. Amen. All right. Listen at this. God is holy. He's righteous. That's his nature. And, and there are certain things he cannot do because he is, that's his nature. He's holy and pure and righteous, all right? He cannot lie. He is righteous. He is, he is just. And he never deceives. Isn't that right? God doesn't deceive nobody. The devil is a deceiver. He is the one you can depend, we can depend on the Lord. Promised before the world, he promised this before the world began. This promise was made back in eternity. All right? What did he promise us? Eternal life. Don't we believe that? Jesus said, I go away and prepare a place for you. First he said, let not your heart be troubled. Either believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are what? Many mansions. If it were not so... I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. 
And if I go to prepare a place for you, what? I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there ye may be also. I'm coming again to receive you, to get you. Hallelujah. How I many? I believe that. I believe he's coming to take us home. Praise God. So therefore, we can rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Jesus talked about that, to rejoice and be exceedingly glad you know, when, when they persecute you. Isn't that right? Don't hang your head down in shame, but rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Amen. Sometimes, you know, uh, people, <laughs> people get our goat. <laughs> That's the better for talking about that. Sometimes people get our goat. They do. I mean, they, they know what buttons to push. As he was saying, that's true. Amen. To get our goat. But we, we have to pray. That's got to help us, you know. And we need to pray one for another, don't we? We need to love one another and pray one for another every day. I, I pray for the church, the people here in the church here. God will bless us and help us and strengthen us and keep us and lead and guide us and direct us. Amen? And we love one another. If we don't love, we don't know God. Isn't that right? He that love us not know us not God. Thank God. When, when we, <laughs> thank God. When we are saved, we know the Lord. We know him, not just know about him. Amen. But the Job said, I've heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye seeth thee. I abhor myself. In other words, I, I despise myself. What he's saying. That when you get in, in that, that great light presence of God, my God. Mm. Amen. You, you despise yourself, don't you? You just see how, how, just how far you're undone. My God, isn't that right? Just how, just how much we need God, isn't that right? As he talked about it, didn't he? <laughs> As in chapter 6, <laughs> praise God, hallelujah, woe is me. Glory be to God. He said, the, the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. I, I saw him what? In, in the temple, high and lifted up, and this train filled the temple, didn't it? He said, woe is me, thank God. I'm a, I'm a man, what? Unclean lips. I'm undone. I'm unclean lips. My, my God. Hallelujah. God, help us tonight. Help me, Lord. God, we need you, Lord. God, help us to, to follow you closely, Lord. Not at a distance, but closely. Because you're coming soon, Lord. Bless your people, Lord. God, help us to walk in victory, Lord. We can walk in victory, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you for deliverance, Father. Look at verse... Uh, what did you read? Verse 3 or 2? Read three. But, but hath in due time manifested his word through preaching. He manifested his word through preaching. Which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God our Savior. Amen. See, God made Paul a preacher, didn't he? A minister. A preacher. When God knocked him down and, <laughs> and called him, you know, and began to talk to him, Paul surrendered to the Lord. And that's what... The song says, I surrender all. God wants us to surrender all, doesn't it? Paul, he surrendered to the Lord. He never did look back. He went forward. He stood for truth. He fought the devil tooth and nail. And when he got ready to go home, he was ready. What did he say? The time of my departure is at hand. I'm ready. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I've kept the faith. Henceforth, you know, from now on, 
There is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, whom the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. Not to me only, but to all those also who love his appearing. If you love his appearing, living for him and obeying, looking for him to come, thank God. Hallelujah. He's going to take us home. Oh, how glorious. How glorious. Amen. Heaven, I can't really imagine what it's like. I mean, Scripture talks about it, you know, but I mean, I, I just can't imagine what. <laughs> I don't know what. You don't understand what I'm saying? Uh, we, we take Scripture, you know, and, and, and we, uh, uh, we know that when we get there, we're going to be. Is, is, it the, is, is it the story is told how that, is, that they said this was true. Say, it, it was a missionary overseas. And he was coming home on a boat. And it was a celebrity on the boat also. And, and when, when the boat docked, say, say, a lot of people came there and, and carried the celebrity off on the shoulder. So there wasn't nobody there to meet the missionary. And the missionary said, Lord, did you forget? The Lord said, you're not home yet. No, he, no, he was, that's right. He's not home. We're not, he wasn't home. Thank God. This is not our home. It was, he was home earthly, but our, our home is heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God. Hallelujah. So what does that verse say? <laughs> what does that verse say? Verse 3 you read, right? All right? So, in other words, God made Paul a preacher, a minister of the gospel. And, and, and Paul didn't look back. All right, listen to what it says here. As in due time manifests his word through preaching, the word that is, listen to this, y'all. The word that is translated here as preaching comes from the Greek word kirok. I'm doing my best to pronounce this, pronounce this Greek. Which means a herald. A herald or a trumpet. Herald the word. You throw it out there. You herald it. All right. A, a trumpet was used in that day to make a proclamation. If a ruler had a proclamation to make, a trumpeter would come out and blow a trumpet. Then the proclamation was made. All right? This is the idea here. Paul is saying that God has in the correct seasons, manifested his word through a proclamation. Not to hurl that word out there. Preach it. Thank God. He then asked that it has been committed to him to proclaim the word according to the commandment of God our Savior. And, and God told him to preach the word, and God gave him a commission to preach that word, and he did. Not only him, but... The other apostles, he commissioned them. Remember when he, when the, at the Last Supper, you know, they went up a room and, and uh, they had the meal, and Jesus washed their feet, didn't he? Laid aside his robe and began to wash their feet. That's humility. He showed humility to them. Amen. And when he came to Simon, Peter said, Lord, you're not going to wash my feet. And the Lord said to him, if I don't wash your feet, you don't have no part with me. 
Not only my feet, but my head and my hands also. Amen. But, but, see, because see, Peter, Peter spoke a lot, out of term a lot, didn't he? I mean, <laughs> he didn't know what to say, so he just blurted out something. Remember? Remember when Jesus took him up on the mountain and he was transfigured, transfigured before them? And, and, and how his face shined as the light? And they saw Moses and Elias up there talking with Jesus about what he's going to accomplish, his death and all. And, and they were about, you know, half sleeping. Now Peter woke up. Ah. He saw Moses, Elias, and Jesus. To Lord, it's good for us to be here. Let's build three tabernacles. One for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. He didn't know what he was doing, did he? <laughs> but God, God let him. Well, I think it was the light came on. But anyway, and, and, and they... Hallelujah. And they fell to the ground there. And, and, uh, but Jesus told them, said, don't say anything to anybody about this. Get, get that scripture for me. I, I want us to read that. Amen. Hallelujah. That's when Jesus was transfigured. And what he said to them They weren't supposed to go broadcasting what they saw until after he had risen, after uh, he had accomplished that mission. Hallelujah. And that's why Peter was able to say later on, we was with him in the Holy Mount. He talked about that. We saw his glory. We saw him. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. He's so good. He's so faithful. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I want to read what Jesus took him up on the mountain. Just read that. And how that uh, that appeared unto Moses in life. He's transfigured before him. All right. And behold, there appeared unto him Moses. And he lies. And it was, Moses and Elias were talking to Jesus upon his mouth, right? Read. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus. See, see Peter had, you know, that's a big mouth. Uh, then answered Peter and said unto Jesus. Lord, is it good for us to be here? Good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles. If it's your will, Lord, let us make three tabernacles here. One for thee. One for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. But he didn't know what he was saying, did he? Read. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed. A them. bright cloud overshadowed. I was trying to find out what ha- really happened. A bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, God spoke. This is my beloved son. This is my beloved son. And whom I am well, well pleased. Hear, ye him. hear him. He's the one you need to hear. Yeah, hear him. Moses and Elias, yeah, they, they, they do, they, they're going to do their part and all. But here, my son, I've sent him, thank God, to hear what he got to say. That's what we do, hear what he got to say, don't we? Not only hear, but obey what he got, what he say. Ain't that right? Hallelujah. <laughs> that's really why, that's really why Mary said when, when they ran out of wine at the wedding, said, whatsoever he said, none of you do it. Do what he say. And, and, and he told them what to do, and they, and he made wine, water. They made wine out of the water. Jesus commanded the 
water to be wine, and it was. And the governor said, this is, you say, the best for last. That's wine for last. Normally, when, when, when they have a party like that, uh, they, they say the worst for last. You know, drink that good stuff first, and, and the bad stuff they say for last. But this was just the opposite. Jesus made some, hallelujah, Jesus, is, he's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful, saints. Let's be encouraged to, to follow on to know the Lord. God will do what he said. We can depend on him. But let's believe God. God wants us to believe him. God wants us to really believe him. And my sweetheart, she believes God. She does. She, uh, she, she has faith. Uh, I took her to the doctor just not long ago. The doctor examined her and said, you go to the emergency room right away. And we prayed now, you know, she's I'm not going. It was her faith. And that's nothing. She, she's doing good. See? But, but that's, that's faith. That's believing God. And that's why God wants us. God wants us to put him first. He does. He wants us to put him first because he's worthy. He's worthy to be put first. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our honor. He's worthy, amen, of us doing his will. Because he's coming soon. And saints of God, let's trust him with all that's within us. With all that's within us. Let's believe and let's pray every day. Let's get in the word of God every day. Hallelujah. Let's be obedient to the voice of God. Hallelujah. And, and let's do our best to win some souls to the Lord. Let's witness. When God gives us opportunity to witness, let's witness. Hallelujah. Isn't that right? He, he, he wants us to witness. Amen for him. He's a, he's a true Savior. Amen. He's faithful. Let's look at one more verse here. Verse 4. Verse 4. Titus 1, verse 4. To Titus, my own son, after the common faith. To Titus, my own son, after the common faith. Grace, mercy, and peace. Listen to what he said. Grace. Mercy and peace from God the Father, from God the Father the Lord Jesus Christ our Savior. To Titus, my own son, our genuine son. Paul had, had Titus to Paul led Titus to saving knowledge of the Lord. Titus was Paul's spiritual son. After the common faith, the common faith is the faith that is shared by all. Isn't that right? What does uh, the Bible speak about uh, the faith that was once delivered unto the saints? Hallelujah. That, that's the faith. All right? The faith that all believers must have. It's a living faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. The grace of God has appeared unto all men, Right? Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live what? Soberly, righteous, and godly right here in this present world. We can do it if we abide, if we abide in him, let, us, let him abide in us. That's what it's going to take, isn't that right? We got to abide in him, let us, we got to abide in him, let him abide in us. Amen. God extend mercy to us today. Doesn't he? Yes, he does. Grace, mercy, and peace. Peace is the present. Peace is the presence 
possession of the believer. But there is a peace coming when the Prince of Peace comes also. All these are from God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. We, we, we got some great and precious promises, haven't we? And Pastor V mentioned something about that this morning. Amen. Great and precious promises. That, that, hallelujah. Thank God. Peter talked about that. that was, Peter, Peter wrote about that. And so, saints, let's be encouraged. Let's be faithful to the Lord. Let's stand on the word of God. For the word of God is forever settled in heaven. The word of God is eternal. The word of God is not going to fail. Hallelujah. So we have peace today. The peace of God. Uh, let's see. First, the verse that I claimed for this year. Let's see. Isaiah 26, verses 3 and 4. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord, Jehovah. Now trust in the Lord forever. And the Lord, and for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting peace. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting peace. Is that what it said? Everlasting strength. Thank you, sir. Everlasting strength. So, <laughs> so he's, he's our strength. He's our everlasting strength. That's been why the word of God say, this is our God forever and ever. And he will guide us, on, he will guide us even unto death. So he's not going to leave us, is he? That's Psalms 48, verse 14. Read that last verse. Psalm 48, verse 14. My God, my God. So we, 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 he's all we need. He's all we need. Psalm 48, verse 14. What does it say? For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death. So, so uh, we should be encouraged. We should be uplifted. We should be looking up. We should be thankful. We should be blessing his name. Isn't that right? Because he's coming soon. He's coming real soon, saints. Hallelujah. As, uh, as Pastor Benham said this morning about him doing a quick work. Thank God. Praise God. Let's continue to pray for Pastor and Sister Venable that God will continue to strengthen them, encourage them, and, and, and meet their every need. Amen. Amen. Continue to, let's continue to pray one for another and to love one another. And, and love is, uh, is more than words, more than just talk, isn't it? Love, love is action. Love is an action word. God so loved the world that he did what? Gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Only way people can be saved, only way we can be saved is through the Lord Jesus Christ. Repent and turn to God by faith and obey his voice. May God bless you tonight. Amen. May God smile upon you and give you peace in Jesus' name. Isn't God good? He's so good.